I just want to welcome everyone to our very first episode of Riding into the Unknown, Monica. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm so excited as well. So if you don't know us, uh, it's probably likely because this is our very first episode. But uh, we're sisters. Uh, my name is Christina. And my name is Monica. And we're actually far away from each other right now because I just moved down to England. I'm going to start my new job and Monica is in Scotland. Uh, tell us a bit about your situation now, Monica. Yes, yeah, so I'm all the way up in Scotland and Chris has left me, so I'm all on my own. Well, actually, I'm with my brother, but I'm actually getting ready to start university soon. So we start university at the end of the month and I'm kind of getting ready for that and for what uni is going to be like this semester. It's going to be completely different to how it's been, you know, uh, previously I mean last semester so I'm going to be starting my third year now but last semester um, second year we didn't really have any exams or anything so we had a couple of classes online but most of it was in person so this is going to be a whole new experience so I'm kind of getting ready for that um, and Chris is starting work so tell us more yeah about Super exciting new stage of my life, actually. I just moved down to England. So I used to live with Monica in Scotland, but now I'm all the way south. And I'm actually starting tomorrow, although I probably would have already started by the time this is published or uploaded. And yes, I'm very excited. Um, and one of the things I wanted to talk to you, or we wanted to talk to you about today, was this new phase of starting university or starting work amidst the whole coronavirus pandemic and adapting to this working from home basically I know a lot of people already are working from home and have already as Monica experienced studying from home but as Monica's situation currently she's going to be doing all of her like classes online uh, with no like no lectures in person and we wanted to discuss like what our what our thoughts are in terms of what, what to expect or what we think it's it is going to be like what do you think Monica what do you think mm -hmm. your year is gonna how is it going to change and how do you feel towards that yes yeah, so this year as I said is going to be completely different so as Christina said we're going to have no face-to-face -face, no contact classes this year so all of my semester classes for this year have been scheduled to be online so it's going to be quite difficult because I'm not really sure on how labs are going to be um, if they're going to be whether in person or online because obviously with labs it can be quite difficult um, to do them online I mean I don't even know how we're going to do those online so they might you know fit us in somewhere and with tutorials and things like that I think they'll just keep them online so it's going to be really really different it's going to be very very strange for sure um because it's just going to be totally different not being able to have that university experience going on campus seeing all of my friends so um yeah we're all in the same boat and we're all having to kind of adjust to this new way of of studying and working so um yeah so with regards to that I will have all of my classes online and with uh, the exams uh, diet in December I'm pretty sure we will also have those exams online which will be a completely new experience because I had no exams last semester so I'm not sure how that will work out but I'm trying to keep a positive like quite a positive attitude towards all of this because 
you know there's so much uncertainty and it can be really really difficult and um we're all going through it together so yeah um I think this podcast could be kind of comforting for some people who kind of maybe feel isolated or alone and we could also touch on those points as well um because recently sorry I'm going on a tangent but recently I have also felt quite you know alone and had had sort of feelings of isolation so I feel like a lot of people will be going through that too and it's something important to discuss as we will be you know going through these feelings for the next upcoming months um as well during university but yeah I just wanted to ask you right there um how do you feel things are going to change in terms of you know not being able to see people in classes especially I feel that it's going to be particularly tough for freshers, for people starting uh, university, because that's sort of when you start making friends and you carry those friends over for your whole university experience. So how do you think you personally are coping with like maybe study groups or ensuring that you see your friends as often or the people in your class? Yeah, so with regards to that, um, as you said as well, with freshers, uh, freshers is usually the best experience for people to get together, to meet loads of different people, especially um, freshers. So first years that are coming into uni and I think it's going to be quite particularly difficult for them. So staff are working quite hard towards, you know, ensuring that people do have an easy transition into university despite the circumstances. So I think there will be most of, you know, um, events and things like that will be online. I'm not sure. I think there might be some events in person with probably, you know, restrictions and two meter distancing and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, and with regards to also seeing friends as well, it's going to be particularly challenging. But I think that I will have to fit in some time maybe during the weekends to to be able to see friends because it's just going to feel very, very lonely and um I was gonna say as well like I just used to love going into uni and seeing all of my classmates and then going into the library like popping into the library and seeing friends studying around and like just having these study groups um that I could you know people that I could be with and study around but you know this year's going to be completely different because everyone's probably going to be studying in their houses or you know it's just going to be completely different so we just have to kind of get used to to that and you were also saying yeah and also in, in terms of like group um group sessions and group work and stuff like that um we I will have to for example when we have like group work at uni and um like I'm working with other teammates and stuff it's going to be hard to like I'll have to we'll have to arrange sessions to meet in person all that kind of stuff because it, it can be quite difficult working in a team without you know people f- being physically there so yeah it's going to be difficult but um, I also wanted to ask you how, um, if you know anything about, you know, you've not started work yet, but I wanted to ask you if you know how it's going to all work out, like how are you doing, are you work, are you using Zoom for your meetings and um, kind of what it's looking like for for you and your, and your work and your job? So um, personally, I am going to be starting working from home and I'm hopeful that this won't be for very long because my department particularly want me back um, soon, like pretty soon. So mm-hmm. I have a setup currently and this is another thing that I wanted to talk about. So we, as you answering your question, we will be using Microsoft Teams. Every company is different, oh, okay. um, but it's, it's a similar setup to Zoom, just, um, you know, online meetings and uh, like Skype, you know, how everything works, um, like FaceTiming and, and things like that. 
But um, yeah, I've been very fortunate. I have a whole setup here in my room that I can work from. And, you know, Guys, my... by the way, it looks so good. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been very lucky. My main issue um, is something that you mentioned earlier is about basically having that time to split your leisure and your work time because I am aware that I'm going to be in the same room for very long periods of time a day mm -hmm. so I have I, my bed is basically behind my work desk and I am aware that that is not a very good thing for your mental health basically if you're stuck in the same place uh, for hours on end so one of the things I want to make sure of that I've made a mission for myself is to go outside and go for walks every day you know what I mean um mm -hmm. and just get some fresh air because personally obviously it depends on every person but personally I I do enjoy just staying at home <laughs> like <laughs> just you know yeah um it's an introverted thing I guess but it is basically just reminding myself that, you know, I need to keep saying I need to go outside, meet people, that kind of thing. And yeah, uh, how, how do you think you're going to deal with having to work from home? Yeah, so similarly to you as well, because it's going to be really difficult. I'm still trying to establish whether I'll be working from home and have like my own setup at home or whether I will be traveling to um, campus and just working in the library or maybe when the buildings open then I'll be able to go to the to work there but I kind of am leaning towards you know working um, going into campus commuting to campus and working in the library from like let's say nine to five and then having that sort of work day where I'll just focus on uni and then afterwards I can you know come back home and wind down and just come back to my to my home rather than working um at home doing everything eating at home sleeping at home you know doing all the activities at home because it can get quite overwhelming and you can feel a bit of suffocation especially if you don't mm -hmm. leave your house um but at the same time like um I might give working from home a try I'm not sure yet so I'm still trying to work things out because obviously commuting to university will take some time but I used to do that anyway and like in the previous year so it wasn't really an issue for me um and obviously with with the library it was going to be probably I'm not sure if it will be packed but you know there will be you know guidance um like sort of limitations and limited spaces available so I have to check the availability before I leave my house and check that there's um, a computer available or a safe space for me to work. Yeah that's a very good point oh. to make sure that you know there's enough space before going there to make yeah. sure you see the availability. I just One remembered that I signed up for the gym today actually and I really oh, thought no, this. How was it? I mean, I haven't been yet. I'm planning to go tomorrow, but I, I oh, finally okay. got my membership today. And I think that that is a really good thing personally, because I'll make sure I get out of the house, you know, and keep active and keep healthy. And another thing that you can do with this particular gym that I am going to attend is check the availability on the app prior mm -hmm. you go there, going there. So that's a really useful tool um, that I can utilize when mm -hmm. before going you know if it says oh it's above 90% full then you may might not feel as safe going in there when it's full of people uh, whereas if it says oh there's like you know plenty of space to work out then 
you'll feel um, you can you don't have to worry as much about coming yeah. in contact with other people. And oh, okay. yeah, another thing also is finding times that are most suitable for, you know, when you expect, oh, people might like to go after work. So personally, I want to go before work and that way it will likely be a little bit less busy. But so I, oh, wait, sorry, I wanted to ask as well. So, you know, for your gym, right, do you have to um, book a spot or do you just turn up? At the In gym this particular one, you just turn up, yes. But okay, if it's full, so... they don't let you go and you just have to wait outside. Okay, so you just, uh, of course, check your the availability on your phone. Mm-hmm. And then if you see that it's full, you're like, I'm not going to go. And then you go on from there. So you don't need to book a spot, right? Yes. Uh-huh. But okay. there's things that are like, obviously, they have made taking the necessary precautions like they they have a smaller capacity now than they used to before and they've cancelled like their classes and things like that so there's no classes at all not right now but you know some the machines are still um working interesting because um for our gym um so i went was it yesterday that i went or two days ago it was yesterday it was yesterday yeah actually i have like really sore thighs (laughs) because of uh you know not going to the gym like seven months but so yeah in our gym it's kind of well it's not well it's sort of similar so we have to book a spot in our gym before we go and there are so there's not actual classes there's not really uh a lot of classes there's only like what do you call it the the cycling ones yeah I know what you mean those ones uh yeah there's only those classes like the bikes and then there's um like the weights so the whole gym is open but you have to book a spot before you go and uh, oh, okay. so there's a limited amount of uh, places to go and you only have a maximum amount of time that you can stay in the gym I don't know if that's the same for you but ours is 50 minutes so after your 50 minutes are up you should like you, it's preferable to leave I mean I wasn't kicked out or anything I was there for maybe like over an hour just like over an hour but I wasn't kicked out um and there's you know uh, hand sanitizer everywhere there's like places to obviously clean your equipment before and after use there's obviously um you know like there's actually as well a single like a one-way system so you don't people don't leave so they don't like enter and exit from the same place like there's different doors that they have to go through you have to kind of wear your mask as well when you're in the gym. Not when you're like at the gym working out, but like if you're leaving the gym. Also, the changing rooms aren't open, so you just have to come to the gym already in your gym gear, or you just have to change in like one of the toilets or something. But there's not obviously that availability to get changed. You have to take in with your jackets or your bags if you bring any. You have to take them into the gym with you. And what other things? yeah that's what um they're currently doing at my my university but also do you know what the funny I just remembered as well it was so funny because I so I booked a spot right at the gym and I booked the sports hall because it said like sports hall gym and there wasn't an option where it said like just gym so I wasn't sure I just thought like pulse and play and all these things were like classes or something I don't know why I thought that right but I booked so I should have um booked the pulse section because that's for the gym but I booked, um, yeah, I booked the sports hall. I think it said like sports hall. And obviously the sports hall is going to be the sports hall. I don't know why it's, I thought it was the gym because it says sports hall gym. Anyway, so I booked that one. And then I turned up and the woman was asking me something. And I was like, yeah, I booked a sport for the gym. And then she's like, 
two floors up, but the gym is actually one floor up. And then I go two floors up and I see the sports hall absolutely empty. There's no one there. There's like no equipment, nothing. I'm actually thinking like, I w- was I the only person that booked this whole entire like sports hall to myself? Like oh, I was literally <laughs> like, what is this? And then I go on to like ask, sorry. I go to ask one of the women who was in that floor and I was like oh do you know where the changing rooms are and she was like oh no they're not currently open there's just this bathroom over here so I get changed and then I go to the gym and then there's this guy at not reception but there's like a little um they don't have a reception at the gym but they have like a little I don't know there was just like a guy um standing there and then he asks me like what's your name um have you booked blah 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 and I was like oh I'm so sorry I think I booked the wrong one I didn't book the gym and he was like don't worry like just next time I mean we're not fully booked right now but just for next time um you can select the right one and I was like yeah that's fine so and then he never kicked me out or anything but uh yeah there was actually not that many people at the gym there was maybe like eight people or something okay the whole, like so there's two floors in the gym so upstairs there was only maybe like eight people max or something so there was definitely just not not a lot of people but sorry I went on for that tangent yeah no that's fine yeah that's I just think it's really interesting um your experience in in the gym in your university in Scotland I just read in the in the website for my gym here mm-hmm. that it, like the regulations are different in Scotland and in England so I read that in Scotland you do need to wear a face mask for like like being in the actual gym but not inside like in the corridors you know what I mean like the the actual building not what they do in England no here you don't need to wear one at all when you're in the premises yeah so that that is quite different but obviously you do need to wear it like if you're in like different shops and I feel like in England you're a bit more relaxed with our restrictions I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't been know. here long enough to to tell, but obviously I would be quite shocked if that w- if were the case because I mean, the situation is worse here. I mean, they opened the gyms like a month or something before here or like a month and a half before Scotland. So in yeah. that way, they're a bit more relaxed. But of course, I can't say for the whole entire England. They're more yeah, relaxed. definitely. There's a lot of clusters that are still pretty bad. Like yeah. List- yeah, Lister? I think we might be um, having a second wave so we need to like watch out but I'm not sure I can't say mm-hmm. I just wanted to uh, changing topic real quick changing I mean obviously a little. <laughs> a little bit like it's just the the aspect of socialization and mm-hmm. how you think it's gonna go with you know not just hanging out with your current friends but like in my case particularly because I'm new to this uh, city I yeah. just want to know you know how what is the future for me <laughs> or like for yeah. many other people who are in my situation you know like to, how do you make you. friends now basically that is one of the questions that's in my mind quite a lot lately and yeah I've been here for a few days and I'm I don't have a, an inconvenient right now but I obviously would love to meet people and working from home that makes it difficult um having things shut or with like heavy restrictions makes it even harder so I just wanted to sort of get your opinion on this yeah so I was gonna ask you because Christina has just you know she's just moved to a new place completely you know unknown. I don't know anyone (laughs) pretty much she is basically writing into the unknown um so I think this will be you know nice to share your experience um as we go along to kind of update everyone how you're going on about you know finding new friends 
because it's you're not in a university environment anymore it's not you know you join a society you meet people that way or you Mm -hmm. go to a certain event and you meet people that way or you meet someone in the library things like that it's going to be you know quite difficult for you in terms of you meet people from the workplace but as you said I think you're the only graduate in your company. It's a bit complicated but there were going to be more people joining at the moment I am the only one in my department and from my cohort yeah I mean they will join soon enough but at this present moment it's just me so yes it is is a bit uncertain and I just yeah I feel like I will be able to give you more information once I actually go out there and meet people and and see how I go I uh, I handle that I think you will of course meet friends maybe you can go to different obviously it's going to be difficult with events and things because there's not a lot going on Mm -hmm. around town at the moment so you just have to be patient but I know that you will you're very outgoing person you're a very sociable and nice person so I'm sure you will you know have no problem you know finding creating new friendships and things like that around you know your thanks thanks money around but but yeah what are your how are you feeling or um at the moment I'm feeling hopeful I'm feeling good just because everything is new and I I love change I thrive with change that's and so I have so much more to explore to discover here I'm really happy with the new place I live at I live in so I'm basically in a house share with three other people um two of them haven't I haven't met them yet because they're not here yet Mm -hmm. but one of them is super lovely and yeah I I I get along with her really well so I'm very grateful for that at least I know one person (laughs) but yeah obviously I'd like to meet more people and get out there but I feel that because of my past experiences I'm not impatient about this Mm -hmm. I know the current situation is difficult and is affecting a lot of people not just myself and so you know take it with patience a step at a time and I also am enjoying spending time alone and I've you know I think it just comes with experience with uh, you know like if I have no other choice I'm not I'm not sad um just keeping myself company if that makes sense yeah I agree and yeah um, other sources I feel like as you said it's easier when you're in in university and join some clubs or societies and meeting people in my case my main source would be work um mm-hmm. or the people I live with etc but it is true that in once you become a graduate once you graduate from university or once you go out in the real world um so to speak you need to make an extra effort to meet those people and Mm -hmm. socialize and that may be you know extracurricular or extracurriculars and maybe just like hobbies (laughs) rather than extracurriculars because you're not in university anymore but yes um so I was planning for instance just joining like a dancing club or something but I'm still yeah yeah, I'm still looking into it um because I personally quite like hip-hop dancing and contemporary Mm -hmm. and I haven't found a place that does those yet um that is close by so I will have um more of a search about that but yeah I think I'm not this is one thing that characterizes both Monica and I is the fact that we love trying new things and we're not mm-hmm. close to new experiences. So if someone tells me, oh, try this Aikido class, I think you really <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, let's go. You know? Yeah, I actually did one at uni and I was okay. like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and also, what it's like. 
I was going to um, touch on the point that you said as well earlier about, you know, loving your time alone and loving your own company, which I think is such a great quality or such a you know great thing to have and be able to spend time on your own as well as being comfortable spending time with other people but sometimes especially now it can be really difficult for those of us that you know are super extroverts and need to be around people all the time and it can be really really scary or just unsettling to be on our own in our rooms you know with no one around us but I think that's something that a lot of us perhaps need to be a little bit more comfortable with or work on and just seek you know contentment and just seek peace with being on our own as well and with our own you know silence um I know that I've been doing that a lot during quarantine I did spend two weeks on my own so um sorry I'm going off on a tangent again (laughs) but I, I spent some time alone and it made me be at ease and be okay silence and with my own company and that's something that um a lot of us have to work through and you know because we're always seeking for a distraction or seeking you know this and that and like what can I do what can I can I keep myself busy doing but it's also important to take a step back and you might agree Christina with me that quarantine and this whole pandemic has taught us to slow down and just take a step back and just kind of you know sit with ourselves a little bit you know um, what what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I agree that we have to learn to live in the present. It's easy to say, obviously, like where there's always worries that For sure. pull us towards yeah. thinking about what's going to happen in the future. But life one is of the things easy, that's, but... of course, um, I was just going to say something in Spanish, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it slipped. <laughs> but um, yeah, what I'm trying to say is that it is in a like we need to make our efforts. Basically, we need mm-hmm. to make an effort to think about this is what's basically made me happy these past few days here alone is the fact that you know be excited about things instead of looking at the negatives and I think that's super cliche but just like mm-hmm. acknowledging that I am such in a such a lucky position in such a and position, um yeah, yeah position and uh, similar to you actually I I during quarantine I lived alone for three weeks and a half or something like that and I really that's where that's why I think I I'm not struggling at this moment and plus I'm not alone like I I have a flatmate or a housemate at the moment but it's the fact that during that time I really did a lot of introspection and I really learned to love spending time alone and I was actually in Germany um because last semester um as you may not know if you're listening (laughs) to this for the first time um, I was doing uh, an exchange abroad in Germany and yes I didn't know many people in where I was living there so quarantine was very lonely but I I, w- I wasn't like sad about that in a way like I actually was I'm really I was really grateful that things weren't as bad in Germany as they were everywhere else and I think that sort of kept, kept my hope um, you know, like I was able to like go for walks when some people in other parts of the world couldn't do that. And I, I just, I thought you cannot take this for granted. 100%. And so I think that was really like a wake, like a, I would just awakening moment sort of thing. Like I just like realized mm-hmm. that, wow, like you're so lucky, like mm-hmm. make the most of this experience. So 
uh, going back to what I said before about being an introvert, um, like I naturally just love staying indoors. But during quarantine, I said, no, Christina, you need to get out. So because so many people cannot do this. I literally forced myself to go for long walks every day. And I, I feel like especially now that I'm going to be working from home, I want to do that. Today, I didn't even leave my house, which is not very good. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I think you said this something similar, Monica. We need to get out more. But yeah, I think it depends from person to person. Obviously, as you said, like people who are more extroverted might struggle a little bit more because yeah. of this lack of social interaction or human contact. And it is all about adapting. I, I, do, I do keep repeating I keep repeating that I am an introvert, but there's a big part of me that is very extroverted. And, you know, I just feel that during these times, especially we've learned to adapt with what is given to us. And this sort of touches upon the topic of resilience that I think is very interesting mm-hmm. during um, these uncertain times just to, you know, now everything is so uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen. So you just have to bounce back and make the most of what your situation is and try and look at the positives I know it's easy to say because we are extremely fortunate like I keep emphasizing on that but I just 100% cannot reiterating it enough yes I was going to say as well like something sorry uh, were you going to say something no go ahead okay so something that I want to say is that I've just been practicing a lot of gratitude and just waking up and you know seeing three things that I'm grateful for and just thinking like and if you're feeling pessimistic or if you're feeling um kind of low or negative think three things that could be worse in this position like think three things that could be worse and then you'll just feel so so much better because you're like wow I'm so fortunate like it's actually not as bad as it could be and just kind of practicing gratitude and appreciation every single day and being like you know what I'm so grateful just for the small things like oh I'm grateful I have food today or I'm grateful that you know it's warm in my house today or I'm grateful that I'm healthy today or just different things because people like you know and during this time like so many people are struggling um and just reminding yourself of things you're grateful for can really make your day a whole lot brighter and a whole lot better I actually watched something that said that people who practice um gratitude every single day and say three things that they're grateful for are much more much more happier than people that get um their wage doubled like their salary okay wow okay uh, which is crazy right because you think oh um you know someone who whose salary just doubled how come they're not as happy as someone who practices gratitude every day and it's something that was really really interesting I I, I get that yeah it was something really interesting and you know something as small as saying three things you're grateful for can change your whole perspective and your outlook on your day and your life so I highly recommend that if you are kind of feeling low and something as well that has helped me um, as well so you know obviously during this time it can be very lonely as we said and sometimes you know our friends are busy or they're doing something or you know we can't always uh, reach out to to friends or family um sometimes because they might be busy or doing something so something that has helped me is just keep um I journal every day so I try to do that every single day I actually like type so I don't journal in a journal I actually like journal on my laptop because it helps me just like like just because I'm faster at typing and it's just a quicker way for me to you know get all my thoughts out because if I was journaling it's just a very like slow way which is actually great and it can work um other times when 
I just want to do slow writing. Journaling on a notebook is so much better. But sometimes I just want to like write all my thoughts down or I just, you know, when you want to text someone, you want to rant. Well, just rant to your laptop and just rant to, I have like different folders and I'll just write like what I've learned today, something that I've taken away from the day or something that's on my mind. And that's, you know, I'm overthinking about something and I just write it down. And that way I just feel this weight, you know, lifted off my shoulder. I don't need, I don't need a reply from anyone else, but at least knowing that it's kind of out there and I've written it down helps me so much because it's just like, at least I've gotten it, you know, it's out there and I don't need like, sometimes it's so helpful to talk to someone and get you know their feedback or have that person um to talk to but if you don't have that person then just just get all your thoughts out into into a word or into a word document or whatever it may be and I can assure you you'll feel like so much better because you'll just let it all out basically um yeah yeah. sorry I just wanted to say so to, to interrupt but um I really like the way that you journal about the way you say you let out all of your emotions, what you're, what's on your mind, mm-hmm. but also like writing down like three things that you're grateful for or like yeah. that, that kind of, I feel like that's really learned. helpful. Mm-hmm. Things or things that you've learned, exactly. Yeah. So for example, um, I do something similar. So I, instead of journaling on, on my laptop, I journal on my phone. I have this app called oh. Morning Pages. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a very useful and easy to okay. use app. And it just gives you like a little calendar and every day you do a new entry. And sometimes I don't know what I want to write about. So I just describe my day. And other times I want to uh, say what's on my mind. But most I, I don't, I haven't really done what you have done in terms of like writing things that you've learned. So I think that is really useful advice that I want to start 100%, um, yeah. ad- adopting. Um, but another thing that I wanted to say oh, wait, that sorry. I were you gonna tell me I tell me to yeah. just just really quickly sorry I think it's something that I have like it's really really helped me because sometimes I'll listen to let's say a podcast or I'll read a book or I'll watch a really interesting and insightful YouTube video but then after I watch it like I just kind of forget or I'll have to like rewatch and things like that whereas if I at the end of the day I just sit with myself and I say oh what did I learn today or obviously I'm not going to be able to like write the whole YouTube video or you know write about the whole entire podcast but at least kind of like key takeaways or something that I've learned because I've just listened to so many podcasts and there's times where I'm like oh what was that podcast that I listened to last week and I couldn't tell you like I just forgot so I think just writing down and maybe you're like referring so I actually have as you said you have your morning pages up I have a calendar so like every day I'll be like okay journal entry one journal entry two and so on and having that helps me because I could just refer back to like last week and then I'd be like oh this is what I like so do you feel that you do review them after a while um so I've only started it very very recently but I do see myself reviewing these journal entries and then saying like oh this is what I learned this is like key takeaway or what was that person that I learned this like for example um my brother was teaching me something about logos and I wrote it down and I wrote the the person's YouTube account so if I didn't do that then I like maybe like two weeks later I'd be like oh what was that person that created logos I wouldn't be able to remember but I wrote it down so like keynote speakers or keynote like I don't know just like youtubers that I want to refer back to things like that or even podcasts um at least I have a place to to write them down as I go like through my days and I don't know it's worked for me and I find it quite comforting to just kind of review like 
how my day's been. And yeah, and that's really good. Yeah. Like, I would love, sorry, you were saying, sorry. Yeah, and um, I also don't like to put pressure on myself. So, like, if I feel like I haven't learned anything that day, then I could just um, explain how I feel or just anything, like, what's on my mind. Like, I'll always have something on my mind, honestly, whether it, like, whether it's good, bad, like, I'll always think of something. So I'm trying to keep that sort of consistency with myself and try and like journal every day. If I don't and I forget, then I'll just journal the following day and be like, oh, sorry, I forgot, but this is what you did yesterday. Um, And I think I told you this as well. I started briefly, (laughs) briefly uh, bullet journaling. So try and like have, you know, my future logs and my monthly logs and my daily logs to kind of keep track of tasks and have it all in the one place because I'm a very I like to be organized and I just have a lot of thoughts in my mind and I'm like I need to do this and that and that and this and this and it just gets too much for my brain to handle so having everything on a sheet of paper trying to be able to digest the tasks trying to break down everything is just a lot more easy like easy and tangible for me to handle things because otherwise it's just like there's too much you know Mm-hmm, definitely I, I have done something similar uh, in terms of like tracking my habits that I think it's really useful for me Ooh. I watched a video f- by James Frank mm-hmm. or Frank James what's his name no I don't know <laughs> it's just, oh my god uh, I don't really watch his video so I don't really know his name but I just watched this um, video from a youtuber that talks about a new way to track your habits mm-hmm. and he calls it the Martin system uh, because of his friend Martin but it essentially entails just writing down um, habits that you're going to follow for 15 days so like half a month because that sort of withdraws the pressure of having to follow a habit for like an an unlimited period of time that Mm -hmm. can feel very daunting so if you just keep it in short chunks basically you feel that that is more achievable so I've just written down a list and every day that you complete that habit you would put a plus and under that sort of day box and if you don't complete it you put a minus and if you do not complete it but it was because it was out of your control you put a circle and there's a section as well that sort of is um for saying like sort of reviewing your your performance like saying oh this day I didn't do it because I was traveling and I didn't have time to do this Mm -hmm. particular habit or you know why didn't you do it this day oh because I got really lazy and I couldn't be bothered (laughs) you know and then sort of try and improve um how you set habits like maybe this habit particular habit imagine I want to be learning German instead of saying oh I'm going to learn German every day I'm going to learn it every other day so that it's more realistic and more you know doable Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So um, I think that these are very useful sort of like what you're saying, like um, tools that we can use for uh, making sure that we're productive, making sure that our mental health is uh, good, (laughs) that kind of thing. (laughs) But um, talking about mental health and what you were saying about people who do these gratitude logs feel much happier. Mm -hmm. Recently, I've downloaded an app called Moodily. I don't recommend it because so far i mean let me explain my experience so far i just downloaded it very recently and you genuinely just have to basically put like a little um icon of your mood at the moment so uh, you feel awesome you feel good you feel awful you know that kind of thing and i don't recommend it because it's way too simple like you, you could just write that down in a paper journal but I'm not not recommending it as in like don't get it as in I'm just saying that it isn't like revolutionary basically. Okay, okay. 
And the good thing about it, though, is that every time I go on the app and I want to record how I feel, sometimes I feel just like average. But because I feel that I want to click um, the but the face that says awesome, you know, that kind of boosts my mood, if that makes sense. Because oh. I don't want to, I look at the app and I'm like, I, I feel good. But then I ask myself, but why don't I feel awesome? And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I feel awesome. And then it kind of boosts my mood. Does that make sense? I think I do, yeah. Definitely. You know, because it, it sort of lets you look at your current state and also helps you be a little, it helps me be a little bit more present because yeah, I look at it and I'm like, but I have everything here. I'm actually like, I don't know, maybe I'm eating lunch and I'm like, wow, like this meal is really delicious and um, the weather is nice, you know, and just kind of makes you appreciate what you have there at that precise moment. Yeah, like and, even something and so it, small. It sort of, yeah, it yeah. helps, it sort of not forces you, but like it encourages you to question and ask yourself, oh, why do I not feel awesome right now? What could possibly be making the like obviously there are times that we feel <laughs> where we just like, awful very, and that's normal dead, and then yeah. you have to admit um that but you know when I'm just talking from the sense of when you're having a good day what what is preventing you from having an awesome day you know mm -hmm. I get you yeah that kind of definitely uh, but of course yeah I mean um I'm, I'm really enjoying this talk with you Monica but I think I have to leave you or we have to wrap this up <laughs> um soon because i am going to go to bed uh very shortly yeah, because have I, I have my first day at work tomorrow and i want to go to bed early and plan everything yeah. so okay i wish yeah, we... you all the best Chris, for tomorrow i hope it goes well and i hope it goes smoothly and don't stress you're gonna be fine and yeah i'm excited Thanks. for you yeah, me too. I just want to wish all of our listeners um, a very good day, wherever you are, whatever time it is of the day, and good luck with your future endeavors. You know, if you're starting work, if you're starting university, or if you're continuing mm -hmm. work, or whatever you may be doing, just um, little, yeah, make words sure of encouragement you are to do this. Yeah, make sure that you're keeping time for yourself. Make sure that you're having a good work-life balance and make sure that you're not of course staying indoors for too long you know the rule is no more than two days indoors so if you feel like you've been two days indoors is that your rule i, I mean that's my little rule yeah i try not okay to i feel like every day you should go out i mean i didn't yeah, every do that. day Oops. you should go out but if you feel like you know you've stayed indoors for like two days and you should be like okay i need to like leave my house um because you don't want to get into like a bad cycle where you're just getting used to just staying indoors all day you know so, but I mean, obviously, it depends where you are. Like, for you sure, still for sure. Cannot, Sometimes, uh, um, yeah, as you said, in your country or in your city or yeah, whatnot. Lockdown restrictions, and you can't really do anything about it. So, you do have to, to stay indoors, and that's perfectly acceptable what yeah. you should do. My advice so, would be to at least change like your location within your home if you can. Yeah. Like, obviously, everybody's different, but like, if you can spend a little bit more time in the kitchen and not like 24 hours in your bedroom yeah um, if that's or in possible, the living room then, obviously if that's possible yes, as well yeah yeah but anyway we send everyone like obviously we we send everyone love and i hope everyone's keeping safe despite the difficult times because we know how difficult it can be and will be for the next upcoming months but hopefully this brought you some comfort and some ideas as to as to how you can keep a little bit more sane during this time. But, but yeah, said, can't wait for 
yeah for all the many episodes that are to come i'm very excited for this new adventure that we're you know embarking monica and i and obviously all of you listening um maybe you can hear some like background laughter because my husband is uh, probably watching friends in the living room (laughs) (laughs) but i hope that you can hear both of us okay and yeah have a good night monica and see you in the next episode bye-bye okay bye bye